We love the Employee Retention Tax Credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to The Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Scott Leatherman, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Sebastian. It's great to have you here, man. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes out of your day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. In this show, we like to talk about the, the good, the bad, and the gritty parts of the startup world. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been. But before we get into all that, uh, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what landed you in the role of uh, Chief Marketing Officer over at Veritone. I'll try to do it quick. I uh, First half of my long career was in startups, but two of them were invested by SAP. And then on the third one, I actually just, with the SAP acquired us. So I spent a little over a decade at SAP and I left as COO of Labs North America after they sent me to Israel and I re-discovered <laughs> startups in, in, on steroids after living my entire life in Silicon Valley. And I said, you know what? I want to get back into the, the passion and addiction of startups. And so I jumped out of SAP after three basic careers at a very cool company, but Super excited to be back in this kind of disruptor market. Cool. How long have you been back? About two and a half years, three years. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's a good time to jump back into startups and the, you know, the the onset, what 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 most would call the onset of Web3, right? That's exactly right. It's uh Web3 is the new community, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, great segue into chatting about what you guys are doing over at Veritone with the metaverse and uh, Web3. Uh, so let's 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 begin the conversation, you know, with that and what you guys are primarily focused on when it comes to Web3 uh, and the metaverse. Sure. So for us, we launched a portfolio of uh, multiverse solutions, which means some of our solutions, <clears throat> pardon me, are are using and you know what we'll call Web2.0 or or enterprise marketing and and uh, community engagement today can be portable over, but we also launched new solutions. Uh, we have synthetic voice, which is Veritone voice, where we can model and create hyper-realistic voice um, with duality of text-to-speech and speech-to-speech. So if you have written word or if you have a voice actor, we can create a hyper-realistic AI model around a voice. Then we have avatars. Currently today, we're focused on the high-res photorealistic versus say the Ready Player Me or Fortnite pixelated avatars. And then we also have the minting and marketplace, but most importantly, we have for our customers, the metaverse migration services, because just a lot of them don't know what to move, how to move, how to engage this new community, how to expand their communities. And something like Veritone Voice that allows you to do, take your, your branded voice, Sebastian, and, and then put that out there at scale, but also put it out in 80 different languages without losing any brand or any IP around it opens up new markets overnight. And so customers, our customers and, part, and partners are 
really trying to understand that and and figure out how to move quickly into that space. So it says here in this article that I was reading about you guys uh, on, on Business Wire, Veritone Voice will streamline the way we work with talent in film and TV production while still creating authentic experiences for audiences. Let's expand on that for a minute. Yes, yeah, for, for we've hopefully everybody's traveled a bit in their life and they've turned on the TV in their hotel late at night and seen Seinfeld or George Clooney or or you name it. And it's not the George Clooney or Seinfeld that we know. It's some other actor from German, Italian, Spanish, whatever it is. There's there's 12 George Clooney's in this world doing George Clooney voiceovers. Well, no longer is that needed. We can translate in George Clooney's voice where he doesn't lose any of his brand recognition or Seinfeld, who has a you know notable voice or you name it. These actors now can make money really without engaging and they can do also simple things like overdub or fix movie issues or do promos for radio spots and these things that they don't have to ever step in a studio again. This also, you know, for animation, video games, all these things that used to take hours and hours of time to be an expensive time in studios, which they hate, it now can be scaled for monetization by Veritone Voice. That's very exciting. Personally exciting. I mean, because I talk for a living. This was a whole world I didn't even think about, but that's the best part about Web3. We're constantly learning something brand new that we didn't know that we didn't know on here. So I see a whole host of different things that you guys are doing within the uh, within the metaverse under the Veritone umbrella. We talked a little bit about uh, Veritone voice. uh, I see Veritone avatar. We've talked briefly about too. Then there's Ver- Veritone NFT, Veritone Verify. That's catchy. Veritone yeah. Metaverse Migration Services, of course, which you just got done talking about. Let, let's touch a little bit on the NFT and, and Verify aspect. Yeah. So as people are kind of engaging in NFTs and spending lots and lots of money on things that stick figures and and apes, uh, their Tell mindset about is it. a little bit their minds their mindset's a little bit narrow nfts are really basically the future digital coupon book and and access to community so think about when you mint an nft not treating it like a right spanish image but actually thinking about it as a key or an access pass to you know a concert then the artist then the artist community and then the community of fans you know not just at a point in time but a, you know over that arc of your relationship with whatever you're buying it could be a a sports engagement, it could be a concert, a, a festival, or it could be business, it could be education, you could be buying NFT, you know, access codes for, you know, special training and, and, and development or regions of the world and, and where people are, are missing the mark today. And, and they'll, they'll understand it as, as these things mature. But NFTs are a very dynamic way to manage and then continue to engage your audience and then on the like side if you have an nft it's no longer just this thing that you post on your wall like a piece of art but more of a you know minting a moment i was there when minting a moment like a a, a degree like sure. you know so many of us have these nice degrees that you know are in the bottom of our desk somewhere chances are these things are going to move to the blockchain as as ways to prove and to expedite your credentials Absolutely. The world's moving to the blockchain, I'm told. 100%. It's an exciting time to be alive. I mean, it's always been an exciting time to be alive. You know, just try missing a day, right? But it's when technologies come about, I written it's 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 so nostalgic because I it feels like to be it feels like the beginning of web 2, but better. 
because there's less skepticism because you still got people going, I don't know about Bitcoin and this web three. And I just don't understand. My mom calls me every day, asks me what an NFT is. And I'm like, there's not enough hours in the day, mom. I'll call, I'll call you this weekend. Um, but um, tell, tell her to call me. I'll explain it to her. That's that's going <laughs> to, that's going to say why, you know, I've, I've, I've purposely dove into this world to figure it all out. I start, actually started a, a, a podcast all about NFTs and yeah. uh, just to learn about this whole world and dive in and try to figure out where the intersect is from podcasting and, uh, and web three. And I'm sure it's going to be there for, for now. It's just been, you know, becoming a, a resource within the web three, um, you know, community uh, out right. there. But I think we're all trying to find our, our way in place. And it sounds like you guys are really helping guide brands where they need to be based on solutions that they already have improving upon those systems and processes, and then introducing new technology that they're not yet aware of because it hasn't been available. Is that, is that an accurate statement? It is. And, and we're bringing our customers, like we have CBS, we have the Johnny Carson estate, the giant San Francisco giants. We have these amazing libraries and assets that we're helping people manage and monetize. And so this is the movement of that customer base and that protected asset and monetization. When we talk about verify and NFTs and all the fraudulent NFTs, it's a really scary time too, that we're kind of in the Napster phase of the metaverse and <laughs> yeah. we we as baritone are really trying to be the apple if you will with verify and bringing in quality and and control over these kind of the wild wild west of the nft and 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 the the marketplace around nfts absolutely you guys are fresh back from uh we were talking about this before the interview started from uh from nab the national association of broadcasters what what was the vibe there with such i mean they've been around since god spoke to moses and it's a long it's a long-standing organization of broadcast yeah. professionals and now we're like hey web 3s here surprise and you know what was how, how was that transition i'm always curious when you know old school organizations are forced to meet technology and in today's world yeah for better or for worse when facebook or meta drop the neutron bomb on on it. You're seeing a lot of old router and pipes company out there trying to claim metaverse, you know, uh, marketing and positioning because it's the buzzword, but there are some really innovative technologies out there. We were in an award ceremony last night where we, you know, started a self-promotion one product of the year for Baritone Avatar. Um, but there were some really, really cool solutions out there for community development, community management, all related to web 3.0. And to your point, you know, when you were saying nostalgic, this is not necessarily, you know, unexplored territory for us as a society. Like this goes back to escapism in the fifties with the tiki bars to Las Vegas, you know, to all of these things we're trying to, in, in some strange way as humans build more community from the comfort of our home. And so, as we figure out ways to engage people and ways to explore the world and understand what's happening, what 3.0 is really making this all a reality. And it's going to be a reality, not, you know, 10, 15 years that the Moore's law around this is going to be two, three, four years where this is the commonplace. And it's not, you have to have an Oculus. This is, you know, the accepted engagements of, you know, the immersive world. So at NAB, we were seeing a lot of that messaging and moving because a lot of these companies are out here trying to figure out how to take their existing community and not only just retain it in the disruption of 3.0, but actually scale it to 3.0, whether that's foreign language engagement, whether that's immersive and, and avatars, how do they scale to meet the needs of these, you know, the, the new generation, but also 
the aging generation that is now, you know, massively driving Facebook is how do they do this? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's another thing with tech. As technology continues to improve and and becomes easier and somewhat complex to some, uh, it 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 things move faster. And that's I think right. that's when we talk about technology helping make life better and business run smoother and remove frictionless from all that. I believe that's really what um, you know new technology you know does for for us. So when we talk about the startup world and, and, and in your experience, and this could be, you know, with, with, with Veritone or just a you know, general experience and what really sticks out to you, but what would you say was the most challenging part of the startup process for you? It's, it's the desire for credibility and you're the addictive part of being in a startup is the ability to pivot and move and make an impact, you know, as a small company, as a small team and, those late nights and early mornings, you really do, you, you move the needle every day. And it's so addictive because you can go to these big companies and they're powerful too, but it's just like, you know, icebergs. So you get this really, you know, rich experience, but then it's like, you get out there and it's like the rest of the world hasn't heard you. The rest of the world doesn't know about your passion and your excitement. So that challenge, the X and Y axis of, of being able to move the needle for your customers or move the needle for your ecosystem but then having to go back into, the, into Las Vegas and and seeing fifty thousand people and and having them you know just you know some of them maybe a few of them really understand where you're coming from is is a challenge for me and it's I think it's a challenge for everybody because we're so proud and you have to step back and and really kind of bring everybody to your story and that's I think as a marketer and as a startup I think that's always been the biggest challenge for me absolutely and so on the flip side of things what's been the best part of the startup process besides exiting <laughs> <laughs> no uh, of course liquidity events drives us all but yeah. I, th I think it's the customer like the wide-eyed customer that comes in and says you know i have a vision or i believe in your vision and when you deliver it and they say and it's kind of that what's next what can we do next and they become you know as ravenous and as excited as we are because they see the impact you know at, in their business and their and their go-to-market, but also in their careers as, you know, as early adopters or as evangelists, it's really exciting when a customer kind of comes back and says, you know, I didn't know anything. And now I feel like I'm leading the industry because of you. Yeah. I love that. That's the part that like talk about addictive. Sure. <laughs> right. It's extremely fulfilling and it never gets old. So right. uh, exciting stuff. Well, man, I, I really enjoyed learning about what you guys are doing here uh, at, at Veritone and what you guys are doing to move the ball forward uh, with, you know, your your place in the in the world of Web3 on here and uh, wanted to wish you guys uh, ongoing continued success and, and keep keep uh, uh, blazing the new trail here because I think the world and businesses and brands need to know uh, that solutions are available to make them run more efficiently to to help them grow faster. Uh, and I just love everything you guys got going on. Any final thoughts for our listeners here on the Grit Daily Startup Podcast, Scott? No, I think it's keep educating, keep listening to Grit Daily and NFT podcasts because this is going to be moving so fast that don't. Don't trust what you heard yesterday. Keep keep engaging. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for your time, Scott. Uh, it's been great to connect with you. More information about what the folks over at Veritone are doing at Veritone. Uh, uh, veritone.com just like it sounds that link will be in the show notes so be sure to check them out well scott thanks again for your time we'll have to have you back on the show at some time get an update on what you guys are doing to rock and roll in the metaverse cool all right take care buddy thanks again until next time friends
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com. 